recording recording an episode it's been it's been a hot minute i'm testing a thing recording volume i can bring it why down are you a little why is this a thing that you're doing now i don't know dude i feel like my peaks were awfully peaky i, I think i fixed it i don't know we'll i see. think you're okay i'm normally the king of the peaks i'm like you're a mountain a, man you are a mountain with all my fucking peaks yeah you're but, a mountain um, top giant just full big full blown beard. Some sort of yeah, like a on bone club. Yeah, well, like the band or like the elephant that's dead. The dead elephant for sure. Oh yeah, okay. Let's can I can I have like both then in that case? Sure. Fuck whatever you want, baby. It's our first episode back. You know. Okay, I want a, a mastodon bone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like also the background music's also like the band mastodon. mastodon yeah. Uh, and I've just signed up for a Mastodon um, uh, social media account. Oh, nice! Hell yeah! And my and my Megazord is the Mastodon. Your Megazord is the Mastodon. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I got the the power coin. I become the new Black Ranger. I was try- <laughs> I was trying to riff on that. You did all the Mastodon things. There's none left. I can't. I I don't think there's any other Mastodon references that we can. Um, and you from. do a heist to the Royal British Columbia Museum to steal Yeah, where I steal... Sorry, liberate. I liberate the that Mastodon. Mastodon. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That, shout out to literally anyone else listening and being like, <laughs> they got in their museum? Death, death to these what jailers of antiquity. <laughs> that, yeah, hell yeah. You're just crushing their heads with the fucking boat. I'm into it, yeah. Uh, let's do it. This is how I become the feral Power Ranger. Yeah. That I've always been meant to be. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host, the most, your ghost of the most, your one, your only pepperoni, and joining me, as always, via satellite, the daddy of Diaclone, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What is up, everybody? Welcome back after this long-ass summer break hiatus. Yeah, we had a lot of We're shit We're back to school. On. We're a bunch of little mini maggots. We're back to school. That's a Deftones reference for you. White Pony, great album. Fuck yeah, that, is that the one with like the, the titties and milk or whatever? No, 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 that... I don't know. That could be a few, that could be a few albums. Yeah, I don't know anything about the Death, Deftones. No, nah, this is the one where, where him and, <laughs> and the guy from Tool sing a song about fucking each other in the back of a car. Cool. Uh, so good. Yeah, I know what everybody's thinking. It's the big episode back... It's a big yeah. deal. I bet you Logan <laughs> prepared about. some sort of fucking like skit with a bunch of background music and sound effects and some elaborate shit. And I didn't. Uh, I didn't do no. any of that. So, but you did <laughs> fucking beef into a stack of toys before recording, and we should have had the sound on. We should have been recording. Yeah, my it microphone was picking up like everything that was happening outside. So I like went to close my window. But the toy room is like a utter shambles right now. It's a shitty. The toy room's a toy room. Yeah, that's how toy rooms are. My and... toy room is in the same <laughs> same state. I knocked a tray of Reggie stuff, and it all went flying across the floor. So I and I started to pick it up in a panic, and I'm like, "What am I doing? There's a podcast to record. This mess can wait till tomorrow." So, <laughs> uh, so I made my toy room more toy room etic by throwing yeah. more shit on the floor. We uh, are see we're. You, we're relatable to you guys that listen because mm-hmm. <laughs> i love seeing people's toy room pictures because we're all just the same yeah and you can around. tell like when people take toy room photos they don't angle the camera down because they don't want you to notice yeah. how many like bags of toys or rubbermaid how, how much not about. floor is visible yeah totally yeah it's just a a carpet made out of plastic mm-hmm yeah, that's yeah. perfect. And I picked up my box orders from Staples, like the box I ship Reggie in. So I have like, oh yeah, I have like a fucking Stonehenge of cardboard boxes just like <laughs> blocking the door. Like I can't close the door for this recording session because I filled it with piles of cardboard, and I had to like quite literally climb over it. Hell yeah, to dude. get to get to my desk to record this. So like, if if you're wondering how 
we were doing during the break, I definitely didn't grow <laughs> as an yeah, individual. No. I only no, got worse so I, in my habits. I feel like I might have regressed a little as mm-hmm. well, more so than usual, which is saying a lot because we are um, like the kings of regression. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the you're the mountain king, so I still need to figure out. You became a caveman. Well, I don't know. Can since we deal in toys and uh, yeah, a, ca- a feral caveman crushing things with a mastodon bone is a great premise for a toy line. Can I be some sort of like he-man etic cosmic king, like some sort of space king? Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and for we that up and shit, because it's like it's it's so far future that it kind of like circles back and becomes kind of weird prehistoric. Right. But with, like, lasers and shit, right? Right. Like, you've got your big mammoth club riding a mammoth, and I, like, show up on, like, prehistoric Earth, and I'm like, Greetings, great warrior. My kingdom is in peril. All of our mastodons have been subjugated by the the librarians? By by the historian tribe. We need... Yeah, and then this is why I'm so bad at D&D, because in response, we'd be like, Yeah, that's cool, I got a bunch. Like no 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 way to put on a character or anything. Just yeah, there's like, no yes. Yeah, ending. that's chill. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I'm not. I wasn't theater kid enough mm. uh, for that. So I just said, yeah, hell yeah, roll for giving you extra woolly mammoths and shit. But then it'd be like, all right, tradesies, you technify my guys. I want some zoids, right? Some zoid zords, some dragon rider shit. Or, yeah, uh, not that dragon rider, a dino spider rider riders. Shit. Yeah, dino riders. Yeah. Yeah, some All like, the riders. laser cages to throw on their bodies. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. Man, this just makes me want to play Far Cry Blood Dragon now again. Do it. I heard it was great. It's real good. It's real good. <laughs> I, I think I still have it on my 360, so I might I might fire that shit up again. I probably have yeah. it. It feels like something I would have done on a Steam think... sale in the 2000s. I would have just been like... The entire Far Cry franchise for four dollars, and I would just buy. All yeah, all all three of them up to that point. <laughs> yeah, and Blood Dragon added. Right. Yeah, I think I paid full price for Blood Dragon at the time, which was also like fifteen bucks or something. So it was it was a deal. Yeah, because it was a like a just a weird expansion, like mini campaign. That was a. Uh, it was a, a standalone DLC. You didn't even need to have the game to play it. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's essentially just one of the islands, but it's like a big island, too, and there's like a lot of shit to do on it. And I think it's, um, this isn't saying a lot, but I think it was one of the few games that I was able to actually 100% oh, hell like, yeah. get all the achievements for. That's like, cool. all five of them or whatever it was, but still. Sick. Felt good. Felt felt nice. Hell yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. Shout out to Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. Aren't there some notorious like Xbox games that people just bought for achievements because like you could a hundred percent them in like fifteen minutes? Uh, probably, but I have no idea. I, I feel like that was were. a vibe at some point in the year two thousand and eight. There was just like you know a a stack of shit games you could <laughs> like achieve yeah. farm from. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> It's kind of like very targeted shovelware. Mm-hmm. Just like, nah, we, we know what you're about. Here you go. Yeah, get, they found get those that one up. specific niche and they're banking on it. Exactly. That's that's totally it. Hell yeah. Uh, Who would hey, lean that hard into a niche? Not us, right? No, I wouldn't. I had no fucking idea what niches are and I don't lean into anything. Period. <laughs> uh, did you get any... T- we're, okay. We, we're back. It's been a month. We've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a lot of questions we got to answer. Uh, everyone's curious to hear what toys we've picked up over the month hiatus. And I'm curious. I want to know what toys you picked up, if any. Did you get any cool toys? How good would it be if I was like, nah, didn't really pick nah. anything up. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty, <laughs> I mean. Standard Logan <laughs> response. I, I got a couple things. Um, Hell yeah. I did something unexpected. Okay. I bought the entire rest of the first wave of Indiana Jones figures at full retail. Oh! 
Cause like, that is unexpected, actually. Right? <laughs> like, didn't didn't I say something like, a, "Oh, I'll pick them up when they're cheap at a toy fair." Only when they're on sale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had all these rules. You think these rules are going to save you, Batman? But to have sex with the Joker, you have to break your one rule. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Batman, you're going to have to suck my. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I grabbed a bunch of Indiana Jones figures. Um, uh, so. It's so funny how, like, just Indiana Jones in a white suit uh, from Club, yep. Club Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> I grabbed him. I don't think he's... Oh, yeah, he's part of the uh, Temple of Doom wave. Um, yeah, the very beginning. But uh, just, like, the weird things in movies, like how Club Obi-Wan was kind of this, like, Easter egg thing. Like, it's in a shot for, like, three seconds. But, like movie nerds are so like psychotic that they're like i need an official indiana jones club obi-wan figure yeah so you can put them with your uh, star wars black series well i just like that he has the little gem that comes on those stainless steel butt plugs so he's got one of those handy sick um (laughs) and like honestly i don't even know why i scooped him he was just there but i got the rest of the wave that have the arc parts and since i bought them they have remained in the paper Toys R Us bag, hucked on the floor of my toy room, and I have opened yep. none of them. And they've been there for... I probably probably bought them, like, two weeks ago. Or more. Oh, that's not... Okay, that's an okay Probably three weeks time. ago, to be honest. Cause, no, because I bought them when I went up island to visit my folks. So, okay, I bought them so, a month yeah, ago. yeah, definitely a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Huh. Well, um... Some of the things that I picked up when I was over on the island visiting you last, mm-hmm. those still haven't been opened either. Very good. So, okay, we're on the same page. Um, yeah, I think we're... <laughs> we want the things. Mm-hmm. We have grand... Uh, not expectations, but like... Intentions? Like you, you and you're like, I'm going to get this toy and it's going to be great and I'm gonna, it's going to be the best fiddling toy ever. I'm so pumped for it. Mm-hmm. And then you get it and you're like, cool. On the stack. Right. On the two open stack for like a month. And it's funny because I didn't do any of the G.I. Joe classified shit because I'm like, I know myself. I will do what I did with Black Series, which is collect too much of it, not display it, yeah. put it in a Rubbermaid and forget about it, and then be too precious mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. it to actually just sell it and get rid of it. So I'm not going to do classified. And I'm like, wait a second, you're doing Indiana Jones classified fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, give me them all. I, the irony being, like, I like Indiana Jones, but I'm not, like, a huge Indiana Jones guy. Like... Yeah, I don't see any indie tattoos on you, you know? Yeah, I would not get a Golden Idol tattoo, and, like, I honestly think he's, like, a shit character, but, like, I kind of yeah. I kind of hate watching Indiana Jones the way I, like, hate watch Steven Seagal flicks. Like, they're, <laughs> they're fun, and they're dumb, and they're over the top, but, like, to think that Indiana Jones is cool like someone to base your life uh, character your yes. own sorry jp if you tune around. in for the first time in no. like six years to okay listen, this but... this isn't a, a dig at jp <laughs> okay at all i promise that was not what <laughs> yeah, that was no, I, there that is an archetype of nerd for sure i might have just lost discord what the fuck happened there that's wild one the third time's the fucking charm jesus christ <laughs> yeah so we're no strangers to uh, fuck ups and technical oh. difficulties. So, uh, yeah. where we, I'm like trying to remember what the first hunk of this episode was about. Okay. Uh, don't it, become Indiana Jones. Don't become Indiana Jones was our advice. Yeah. Uh, that's where that was. <laughs> we went off on a bit of a tangent about Transformers and how they're hard to remember the names of them. Yes. Okay. Um, cool. What, what toy, what toy pickups does Tony have before we I... <laughs> lose our minds? <laughs> okay. Um, Shit, now I'm now I'm going back. Like, how far back did we go for this? It's been um, like a month and a bit. It's been it a has. minute, and I've I've definitely I, I've definitely picked up a few toys. Um, okay, what are the highlights? Uh, I, what are the best? The highlights, toys? besties. Um, for me, are gonna be uh, completed the whole deluxe wave of the uh toxitron line the walmart exclusive guys the neon guys uh neon guys so watermelon mirage holy shit chef's kiss oh my god great fucking toy 
and like vaporwaves uh vaporwave sideswipe mm-hmm. both beautiful sick uh they are both amazing i i honestly think they are the highlights of that whole wave um citrus solar explosion jazz is a nice like second slash third are these are these He's, these are all just fun names you're creating right they're the names that i'm making up right now right. on the spot okay, to describe cool. them but like yeah they, they're pretty they're pretty fun but honestly that that sideswipe is i i fell in love with the design like years ago mm. um there was a book that came out that showed the unreleased g2 colors and the prototypes and things like that and it was actually a custom that i was going to try to make a few years back when um when we were getting like the million lambos that were coming out from like kingdom earthrise whatever mm-hmm. uh so i picked up a second tiger track and i was gonna g2ify unreleased g2ify them but now that this one's come out it looks ama- it looks way better than anything i could have done is it the, and i don't is have it the same to, mold uh, it's the same mold as the updated version, the more, mm-hmm. like, Earth mode one, whereas the one I was gonna do was the Cybertronian, in right, quotes, the Cybertronian version. One, yeah. It's basically the same fucking thing. Right. With very minimal differences. Uh, but I don't have a version of that mold yet, or that version of that mold yet, so mm-hmm. it is technically the first one, haha! <laughs> That's how they get ya. But it looks amazing. Uh, yeah, the yellow and the, like, teal on it. Re- like, the teal gradient pops very well. Um, and then the deco of, like, the sunset is also beautiful. And it's just, it's an ugly, contrasting color boy. But he's he's perfect in my eyes. And that goes the same with um, with uh, Jolly Rancher Mirage for me. Like, the, the, the pinks are super vibrant. The greens are super vibrant. And the uh, the tampoing of the uh, the crocagator on it is also phenomenal. So yeah, yeah, they, both, they both, look are great. Fun and silly. both are great. It's like a good vibe. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are fun and silly, and they are a vibe, and I appreciate that vibe. Mm-hmm. It's a great vibe. Press it up against you, it makes you feel good. Hell yeah, like any vibe should. Hell yeah. Um, another highlight. Uh, kind of silly, kind of funny, kind of goofy. I. What, we're skipping, we're jumping right into like the last bit of the month. Um, I I went on a cruise. I went on a family cruise. Right, you went uh, with, to with the my, land my of crab. And I went. Oh, I ate so much crab. Hell yeah! I ate three different kinds of crab. Did was it before we get into that? Was any of it rangooned? Okay. I wish I thought that was as funny as you did <laughs> it's not about funny it's about delicious i no, i the they were not rangooned they were just boiled right. and dipped in butter okay and it was perfect okay it was all i wanted okay um i i felt i felt like i was going insane with that conversation all you had to do I was just, yes was... and my fucking rangoon joke <laughs> Well, I was I was trying to as well, and you're like, "Did you, are you Rangoon it?" I'm like, I'm like, like from Manchu Walk, like the, like I'm not at a mall food court Chinese place. This is no, uh, it I'm is. I'm in Alaska, my guy. Like, there are many ways to pre- prepare crab. Okay, yeah, yeah, and I just assumed someone would embrace at that parallel, past the 49th, up there in the north. Someone would want a Rangoon. Yeah, I, no, no, I th- no. All right. Not a single. Tell me about your boiled Rangoon. crab then. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. That does sound good. Yeah, so the first place I went to, uh, well, this is going to go back to toys, I promise. I'm going to talk about crabs. Mm-hmm. Um, first place we went to, it was in Sitka. And the whole, uh, oh, crush of tourists came everywhere. Every chaos, mass chaos. Lots of people looking for shirts with three wolves and a moon on it. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, yeah. That's which is great. I, I, by the way, I, I I found one. I bought myself. A oh three hell wolf yeah! Shirt. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll wear that for a hobby hangout this weekend. Um, so off the beaten path, we kind of leave the main area. We're hungry. We're getting hangry at this point too, and we're just like, I want fucking crab. 
Mm-hmm. We're, we're in Alaska. Crab looks delicious. And so off on the side street, there is a big pink storefront. And I think it's just called like Sitka Burger and Crab Shack. Okay. Like, that sounds great. That sounds fine. Mm-hmm. It was beside a Subway restaurant, which is funny. Um, so we're like, yeah, let's go. Let's get the crab. And we go in there. We're like, oh, it's a decent price. It's pretty good. Uh, we'll get the, the crab clusters. So basically, um, you get like a whole crab. You get a whole Dungeness crab uh, split down the middle nicely. with uh, So you get one half on one side, one half on the other. And a nice big mountain of fries. The fries are also very tasty. Excellent. And we're eat, eating the crab. And all the other people that were in there, they they weren't tourists. They were all locals, which was really cool. Right. And they're chatting with the the people behind the counter on this the waitresses and the servers and everyone's having a good time and, and chatting and we're we're eating and we're just like, Oh, this is delicious. Like this and I'm I'm being honest, like Vancouver has a lot of crab. We're we're fairly well known for seafood and everything, mm-hmm. but like, this was like the best fucking Dungeness crab I've ever eaten. Like it was so tasty. And I was saying that like in all honesty, I'm like this is like, this is way better than back home. Yeah, you're like you're, this is it's amazing. Fresh like, from the source. Yeah, yeah crab and was I'm probably down. only minutes well, old. They weren't like fucking popcorn crabums. Like <laughs> they probably had a good life before they ended up in my tum tum. Right. So. <laughs> Some gum booted ass fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Fisherman just like like shuffled with his one fucking leg that doesn't bend in the knee, just shuffled his ass yeah. up to the back door and banged on it and it's like, It's salty Pete here. I've got a I've got a fresh crab for you and he just like plonks it out of his fucking jacket. Oh hell yeah, under salty the prep hall floor. Salty Pete knows what's up though. Yeah, we love salty Pete. Um So like that was delicious, that was tasty. Mm. And then um the the owner, the chef, the owner, the head honcho comes out. He's like, hey, you like it? You like him the crab? I'm like, yeah, this is fucking delicious. This is like best crab I've had so far, and we just got here. Um, he's like, hang tight. I'm like, okay, cool, sounds good. So we're just smacking away, eating, and all good. He reveals he himself out. to be a crab, and he's got a gun. He's like, he's You're just a crab. He kills me, and I'm dead. <laughs> You're eating my crab. <laughs> Uh, this fucking impales me with one giant claw. Mm-hmm. That would be cool as shit, though. That'd be a rad way to die. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting mired. When he comes out with another, everything's served on like wax paper as well. By the way, because that's how you do. Plonks down a pile of Alaskan king crab. Just a fucking a load of it, and he's like. He's like, I want here. You guys go enjoy, and we're like, what? What? Why? What's what's like? Because I'm looking at the fucking menu, and I'm like, are you gonna like charge us like the fucking hundred and fifty dollars worth of crab here yeah, right like, now? I, like, is this? Yeah, is this? Like, am I, I being tricked? Is this why you don't accept um, business cards in Shinjuku? Is this that type of situation? Right. Like, am I gonna be owned by the yakuza now? Um... But no, he was like, these are just the parts that are a little bit too small. Uh, we're just, yeah, just here, enjoy. They're for you. Oh. To have them. Have some more yeah. butter as well. But it was like... And it wasn't a trick. Oh, It wasn't a trick? Crazy motorcycle just went by. Yeah, oh. it wasn't a trick. He's like, but, but before you dine in, you have to suck off salty beet. <laughs> I mean, um, I did that anyway. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Equivalent exchange. Yeah, like, you've right. got you've gotta to spread the love around for the man who... Uh, doffs his trench coat to reveal the crabs he's caught. Uh, um, there's a joke in there somewhere about a briny load. Um, nice. anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. so fucking good. And a so free picture of briny load for you. Free, yeah. Oh, I gotta guzzle it down. Oh no, is it really the weekend already? Um, so yeah, that was delicious. That was tasty. Uh, no toys. No toys. There was a, a shop that had... In all um, in all of Alaska? No, I bought toys in Alaska. Don't okay, worry. this is your first stop. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a, a store that had a capsule machine. And in said capsule machine, they had, like, a little uh, tardigrade. Like a water bear. Oh, how cute. But it wasn't guaranteed that you could get one. There was a bunch of other random crap in there, too. And mm-hmm. I was like, 
I don't want to be spending the whole day blasting like six bucks USD into this thing to try to get a get a tardigrade. So bounced out of that. But delicious crabs, so good. Um, one of the things I was doing was I was on the boat. Uh, I posted this on our Discord too. But there was a claw machine in the arcade, and it was just full of like rubber duckies. Aww. And it, it said play play till you win. And I was like, I'll give it a shot. And then I missed missed a duck. I'm like, ah, fuck it. And I was about to walk away. And then I saw the, the claw reset. And it went in the middle. And I was like, okay. And I missed it again. And it reset. And then I finally got a, a duck. And it ended. So it was literally like, you keep playing until something hits that sensor. Mm, hell yeah. So you're you're guaranteed a duck if you play. What so I did, I did a duck a day. Like a, a buck fifty per play. Is that is that all a rubber duck costs? I don't know. Like a buck fifty a duck essentially is what it came huh. to. But I did I did watch someone manage to snag two in the claw. Oh hell yeah! So that's, that's do you a think good they deal. just order like a crate of like five thousand rubber duckies from uh, AliExpress? Absolutely, and, yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Uh, some of our other Discord members were showing their rubber ducks mm. uh, that they've procured in in numerous ways, and they all look to be the same style of duck, like the same duck company. Right. There was a there was a duck comparison yeah. that took place. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm like, there's a bunch of ones that I didn't get that I wanted to get, and now I'm like, well, do I just fucking buy them? But, like, the magic's kind of gone, you know? Right, like, right. if I just buy it, so. I feel like that was a vibe uh, so, for a bit in the year, like, 2004. People were, yeah, like, it was really quirky rub- rubber ducks. They're like, I'm, I'm the quirky one. Yeah, totally. So, I now have seven rubber ducks that I don't know what I'm gonna fucking do with, but, you know, here we are, and that's fine. Uh, I'll line them up somewhere. I'll get all my ducks in a row. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Ah, we love to see it. Build up to that. <laughs> um, the only other toy thing... No, I, I bought two toys as well. Uh, didn't get anything in Juno other than Snow Crab. I had Snow Crab in Juno. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Tracy's Crab Shack, which is apparently a famous crab hole. Um, that was fucking delicious as well. Holy shit. Those are long boys. Very long boys. Lengthies. Um, the, the, the real lengthies. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing-Ass Crabs. Yeah, actually, honestly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were pretty pretty massive. And then the, the Alaskan King Crab Legs from there, uh, those were nightmarishly large. Like, deliciously nightmarishly long. Like, the, the crab legs were, like, as big as my arm. Not just my forearm, my whole ass arm. In, in length or more. in circumference or both? Yes. So it was like eating... Eating a man. It was like eating a man But if a man, man was made, made out crab. of ocean bug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the final carcinization. Oh, uh, you get to eat that. So, uh, but they were fucking expensive. Rightfully so, mm. uh, considering how big they were. Um, yeah, snow crab delicious. Holy shit, amazing, tasty. Uh, the last... Port town was Ketchikan, and they had a Walmart, and there was a shuttle to the Walmart, and it was the sketchiest van ride I've taken in the States in a while, but I get to the Walmart, and holy shit, that was the most depressing Walmart I've ever been into. It was amazing. It was so rad. Uh, it was very dimly lit, Ooh. and because Alaska's so, like, remote and cut off as well, like... Everything was, like, in Canadian prices, but USD currency. So it was just kind of like, whoa, God, I'm not getting those snacks today. That's... <laughs> I don't <laughs> understand your that. conversion method, but everything was just expensive? Everything was more expensive there, mm. because it's harder to, to export or slash import up to, right. to that location. Right. So they did have to charge a bit more. But I did grab a couple things um, that were, like, American-only Uh I did buy a toy when I was there. I found the uh, Legacy Evolution Armada Starscream. That was one I just I missed out on uh, locally, and I now have all the Armada remakes for Transformers. It's pretty cool. He's a fun toy. He's great. I'm glad I picked him up. Uh, and I figured after conversion, he was basically the same price as if I were to buy it at home. So I was like, "Fuck it, we're already here. I'm on vacation. Let's go." Um, so that was cool. And then in the downtown area, I did some souvenir shopping, looking around at stuff for everybody. 
Uh, and then I found a game store. Like, just a standard ass. We have MTG. We're playing MTG tonight, so we're open a little bit later. We got Pokemon cards. We got D&D stuff. And here's our Warhammer corner. Oh, nice. So I was going through the Warhammer corner, and I was looking at things. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing super crazy jumping out at me. Like, this is kind of like the standard stuff I'd get at home. And there wasn't anything that was like what I would get for my faction. But then I saw it kind of hidden in there. Um, it was the the Build and Paint box set from 2016. Okay. So it had a Firstborn Marine on bike and a Terminator Hero. They called it a Terminator Hero. Uh, and they're just the, the E... No, they aren't even ETB. They're, like, you have to glue them, so it comes with the two figures and three little Citadel paints. Like, you know the, like, really, really small ones, almost kind of like how the, how the Easter egg paints. Yeah, Easter egg paints. Uh, but yeah. it came with a pretty decent brush, too. Okay. Like, a decent, like, uh, Citadel starter brush, which was kind of neat. Um, and then, like, a tiny little thing of glue that I'm never going to use. Right. Uh, That's amazing. Not, was there any other like old retro shit, or like did they have a just stack that. of like shitty codexes that nobody's bought? Or I was looking for those too, uh, and it was kind of getting a little bit later as well, so I didn't really have a chance to like dig properly dig through there. Um, but no, that was like the only like weird old hammer. It's not even that old hammer, but like. That's the the cool, sprues huh? did say like 2002 on them, nice. so I'm counting it as old hammer. Yeah, that's and they that's were cast great. in blue, like ultramarine blue. Oh, so yeah, so I, I'm keeping the box for that. I'm gonna paint them up. They're probably gonna be done as like heroes or unique characters, mm -hmm. uh, just because I I feel like they deserve that at least. Maybe I'll turn the bike guy into a chaplain or something. That could be neat. That's fucking dope. That's dude. a good thing. That's great. That's a good thing you can do. Yeah, uh, and then back home I bought a whole bunch of 30-minute missions stuff, but that doesn't fucking matter. That's another that's another thing for another time. It's another thing for another time, he says. That's great, man. That sounds like an awesome questions. trip. Yeah, it was good times. Uh, hopefully it wasn't... On the way back, yeah, hopefully it wasn't marred by any illness. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely... Oh, it's the cruise. It's the cruise ship virus mm -hmm. that everyone everyone catches it's norwalk it just it fucking destroys your gi tract for 48 hours tops but then afterwards you're totally it's just fine, shitting so. shitting and pooping and puking <laughs> shitting and puking mostly puking mostly okay. puking mostly puking um because it definitely feels like you're still on a boat for a while after you get off the boat norwalk like I was they that should call it nor swim am i right <laughs> ah! Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna call this episode Rangooned out of spite <laughs> Got you good fucker That was the first time that joke made me laugh mm -hmm. uh, We should answer some questions Yeah, is it question time? Yeah, that's it. yeah let's do it All right. Questions from the Alrighty, we are deep, deep inside right. the question section of the podcast. Uh, I'm popping peas profusely. Oh, uh, black pop, jelly pop bean man. Feels good to sing your name again, by the way. Black jelly bean man, right? how do you feel about the nacelle biker mice from Mars? Oh, man. I... I have I have no strong opinions one way or the other, which is funny because I feel like we this was a weird concept thing. We're like, oh, if they bring back bike mice from Mars, I'd be so into it. Um, but I now that it's happening, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. I think I had one of them as a kid, but like, yeah, you know. biker mice is great. Like, I like the idea of biker mice, but I'm not a big biker mice guy. It's like how I like the idea of. TMNT, but I'm not a huge TMNT guy. Yeah, um, and also the Nacelle guy, the, the toys are a little bit on the spicier side too, so it's like yeah, a little little too rich in the blood for like, like I could justify the one I had as a kid as part of the Shithead Avengers, but like, mm. it's not as beloved as um, Rocksteady was for me as a toy. Yeah. 
so I, I'm not gonna drop like seventy bones. Yeah, the nacelle stuff's like, fine, the but the price point is a bit high because the quality doesn't really match the price point. Like they're well yeah. enough made, but they're more comparable to like a NECA figure than they are anything else. Yeah. Like they're not a premium figure, but you kind of pay a premium price because they're a smaller company. Um, we and by we, I mean I. I know the guy who sculpted those. Um, and he like submitted his sculpts uh and there he was like let me know about like revisions and stuff and then they never got back to him and then he was like hey shouldn't there be wanna... revisions yeah. uh yeah i'm blowing up his spot now he's gonna lose his job at nacelle um Oh, shit. But, yeah, so I think he went back in and re-sculpted, because I think initially they weren't going to have articulation in the knee or the elbow, and they showed, like, test renders, and people are like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you kind of need some articulation in the knees and elbows they, nowadays. They gotta bend, my guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, unless it's, like, a, a reaction thing that's... Yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled if there are Biker Mice from Mars fans out there, because... Like, you've been underserved for the last few decades, yeah. so I'm, like, stoked that you can, like, get a cool figure that represents these guys in a more modern format. Um, I'm sure they'll be mm -hmm. fantastic. Although, last episode, before we took our huge break, N Nacelle is in cahoots with that other guy from that thing, and I was gonna do the whole expose, so I don't know if we can trust Nacelle now. Mm, right, right, right. <laughs> so, it's uh, well, we're gonna keep monitoring it, we're gonna keep our... Uh, our butts to the ground, and we're going to see if we can pick up on anything mm -hmm. or something along those lines. Anyways, I feel I feel good about them for Biker Mice fans, for sure. Yeah, they should be fun. They should be fun. Yeah. So hopefully you get them and you enjoy them, and they're everything that you want and more. Mm -hmm. Some dude, if you were a Combiner slash Megazord, what would your limbs turn into? Uh, well, clearly, I'd just be a mastodon. Yeah, Tony would be a mastodon made out that of combines five with mastodons. a mastodon that combines into yeah. another mastodon. Um, yeah, and then and there'd his, be like a big mastodon mode. Yeah, his Zord mode would be a mastodon. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. That's what it's gonna be. It would be sick to have like a bat and a chicken and a. Uh, Cormorant? Is that a type of bird? Uh, well, bats aren't birds. Uh, yes, they are. Are you going like for a, a winged type of? I'm going for a, a winged vibe. So, bat, oh, chicken, okay. cormorant. If those are birds, uh, a flying squirrel. Uh, the <laughs> the people. Dude, and a Concord airplane. The people in the south tower. <laughs> No! <laughs> no! Oh, yes. No. Uh, I don't know. A bunch of things that fly. Yeah, fly. I was. I thought you were gonna be like, like a a bat and a pumpkin and a devil lock, and then you become like a a Danzig. Oh, like a Danzig Megazord. That's the police combiner. arresting me for my tasteless nine eleven joke. <laughs> yeah, and so so soon, and so uh, soon. They're quick with well. it now. Yeah. The thought police. They're yeah. like, oh, oh. This is what this is why we can't this is why we're getting we're, they're canceling the podcast for us they are indeed That's what's gonna happen. uh yeah no just i i get it like turning just into a spirit halloween is my, like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my zord mode is a spirit halloween i like it it's pretty good it was a good one. It's a good one. Uncle Jason, name one, only one TV show. <laughs> I added the only one part. Name one TV show uh, that you've wanted to watch for a while now, but for some reason you just haven't seen it. Uh, any of the newer Common Rider shows. Oh, you got no time for the the the, the heroes these days. Yeah, I feel real bad. I've been lacking on my Toku boys. Mm hmm. Like, real bad. Oh, I finally watched Shin Kamen Rider. Oh, hell yeah. Did I still have to watch that. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? It's... No. It's fun. That's not a glowing review. Well, uh, like, I just... Go into it and tell me what you think. I just... Okay. Yeah. Alright, cool. It's, I will. I enjoyed I will. it, is what I'll say. Okay, that's good. That's I'm just good. trying that's to still... unspoil you, is all. 
Okay. All right. I know you don't care about. What about you? Shit, what's a? But I do. What's a show you haven't seen that you want to see um, that you haven't? I feel like there's like a Rice lot of Mars? shows that, due to how lengthy their back catalog is, like I'm sure I could like it or would enjoy mm-hmm. watching it, but I will never start based on the duration of said show, like you know uh one piece like i'll never watch one piece because it's like a billion plus episodes or oh yeah yeah but i'm sure i'm sure i would love one piece or i don't know like walking dead i i'm sure it's great but i would never sit down for nine seasons of walking dead or yeah yeah uh i'll never watch one piece because the art style makes me want to vomit oh it's not your vibe no no yeah, it's some dude. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not as ho- it's not homoerotic like JoJo's, so you're not into it. Yeah, no. If we're gonna have bad art, it has to be also super fucking gay. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like yeah, like hands in the back pocket, gay. You know. Yes. Hell yeah. Like yellow handkerchief hanging out, gay. I don't know what that one means. Piss, right? I don't know. Uh, it de- yeah, um, that one definitely means yeah. piss. Yeah. I yeah. want whichever one means nine eleven. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Some dude. What's the first thing you've seen as a kid that actually scared you? I don't know if this is like a media thing or like, did you did you see a corpse as a kid type of thing? Uh, let's go with a media thing because uh, there we go. Because this could be. <laughs> yeah, we pay top dollar for our therapy sessions, and we're not just gonna give that yeah, shit we're not to doing you guys it for, here free. for free. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the first things that I remember, like, fucking me up was seeing The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. That, like, yeah, uh-huh. that left a real impact where, like, I thought about it a lot. And it, like, plagued my days after seeing it for, like, months. Mmm. That's understandable. Yeah. No, well, it's kind of funny, because I, I, I definitely watched... The Exorcist kind of, like, later. Like, I think I was, like, pretty much in high school when I watched it for the first time. I was probably, like, and... seven. Yeah, see, you know, that makes sense. That's <laughs> That would fuck you up at seven. That would do it. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, yeah, no, that, no, don't do that. So I kind of, like, went in and watched, I was like, yeah, it's pretty fucking scary, but, like, I, I'm not, I'm not... I'm not swimming in my own piss right now. Right, right. But like, yeah, I can see, I can see the spooks. Oh, um, maybe before that was arachnophobia. Oh, I think, I think arachnophobia go. was my first thing that fucked me up. The turning on the tap and spiders pouring out was just. Yeah, oh, yeah. Especially if you like grew up in an old house where that was just kind of like Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can buy that. Um. I've, uh, this is definitely something that I brought up early, early days podcast, so I could see why this was missed. Um, speaking of childhood fears for no fucking reason whatsoever, uh, for some reason the idea of just Bella Lugosi ass Dracula scared the shit out of me. Oh, nice. When I was like, like early single digits years old. Classic monster, classic No idea why. Yeah. Yeah, no fucking idea why. Uh, just that shit freaked me out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's reasonable. Uh, now I'm invincible. Nothing scares <laughs> me except for adult things like, ooh, you have to pay bills. Ooh, like, taxes. You know, ooh, taxes and 9-11. Sorry, I, comedy comes in threes. <laughs> I had to do three of them. Uh, also, some dude just continued. I'm just going to do this because it's a quick answer for that. Uh, my instant Facebook has gotten hacked. Uh, am I just corrupted at this point? Cut the lemon, start fresh. Yeah, fuck it. You don't even need social media. Just get rid of it. Yeah, delete all social media. It's chill. Just no social media. Yeah. No, no, no need for it anymore. Tell get rid you. of it. Vladbad, who or what is Mogu? <laughs> Mogu Ra- he punctuated it strangely. Mogu Ranuana. Mogu Ranuana. Uh, do they have a physical location like Hakaba Gallery in Nakano Broadway? Mm. Uh, who mm. is Mogu? Uh, okay. So Mogu Ranorana, uh, translates to mole hole. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna get you in the mole hole. I'm gonna get you in the mole hole, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a Instagram page which is run by a friend of mine, Hide. 
Um, and oh. the Instagram page is the gallery. So it's Moguranoana Gallery. Um, but there is no physical location. So he runs a lottery system for selling various makers' toys. Um, I've run a Reggie lottery through Mogu, uh, but there is no actual space. Uh, I would love to see a world in which Hide is able to open a gallery and have a gallery space, and I would love to facilitate that in any way humanly possible. Um, But for the time being... There is no physical space for it. That isn't to say that maybe he could rent a space, but mm. who knows? Who knows? Who knows about that? Who knows about the future and the possibilities? The endless possibilities of things I can't talk about until later this week, and then on the next episode I can probably talk about all of it. <laughs> So stay tuned for next week, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we took so long. We've been waiting on information for shit. I mean, we haven't been waiting on information for anything. No. Or for NDAs to may or may not be uh, over. Oh, sir. Speaking of NDAs, I think this thing that I'm about to say was cut out of our previous uh, recording oh, session. Oh, yeah. see, up. that's why. is because you're like, oh, I can't really say anything, but fuck it. And then we got, we got thought policed. So I had someone reach out to me on Instagram. And they're like, hey, I work for Hypebeast. Oh. And I'm like... Okay. And I'm like, here we go. Here's the, like, here's the... Baby girl, send me photos of your feet. Or, like, uh, (laughs) I need your credit card information. Like, it's gonna be some sort of scam. Uh, Yeah. And I proceeded to have a a pretty lengthy conversation with this guy. um, And I was like, yep, just have someone from the actual Hypebeast account, like... DM me to confirm your um, existence. Yeah, to confirm your existence, and we're good to go. And he's like, I can't do that, but here's my email at hypebeast.com. And I'm like, well, those can easily be faked. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically, he um, worked for uh, HBX, which is their like hypebeast, <clears throat> pardon me, hypebeast market. Um, okay. And so I reached out, he gave me a bunch of like specific emails to message. I'm like, okay, these could all be fake. So I just like reached out to their help thing on HBX, like the same thing you would use if like, I don't know, your order was messed up or they didn't send you tracking. Like I went to their customer service email and was like, Hey, is this guy real? And like sent them all the info that he, uh, gave me. So we'll wait to hear back from that. But right now I'm like, this is fucking this is not an actual thing. Like, but also, it feels like a scam, but it didn't feel like a scam because, like, the the grift never showed up. At this point, he's like... Right, this it was is... almost a bit too genuine, so it could still be genuine. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that, but I think it would be okay. really fucking funny if there was a, a Reggie hype beast drop or something stupid. You finally get the Supreme... Uh, uh, yeah, a Supreme Reggie collab. collab. I don't think it's real, I think Nikki it's all fake, just... but fucking goes ballistic i'll keep everybody updated <laughs> on the situation but uh i think it's really funny because like how does anyone verify anyone's information in this day and age i guess you email support yeah. at hypebeast.com <laughs> well um uh, i'm gonna call dibs on wanting a supreme reggie oh you got uh, dibbies because like i'm not a hype beast guy but like that feels like peak, like, gotta support the homie. Well, I was <laughs> I was joking with my toy friends that I would do a, a run of three Reggies and call yeah. them, like, don't believe the hype Reggie and tell Hype Beast Market that they have to sell it for $5,000 US. <laughs> like, <laughs> if one of them sells, that's great. If none of them sell, who gives a shit? But I think it would be really funny. Yeah. Um, that would be perfect, yeah. actually. Yeah, do a don't believe the hype Reggie and sell it for 5k, and then if it sells, great, and then just do a regular Reggie lotto drop and just change the paint app slightly and be like, okay, this is the the please believe this the hype the regular, version. Yeah. Have your own, like, official bootleg, <laughs> essentially, of that paint colorway. Mm-hmm. Mm, just like real Supreme. Just like real Supreme. 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 
Uh, Anywho, uh, Vladbad yeah. continues. Which of the old models out of the Chaos and Tyranid codexes I sent you guys? Oh, I haven't seen this yet. Uh, should oh, be dude, resurrected, yeah. and which should say cold and dead in the ground? Yeah. So uh, first off, I want to say thank you so much, Vladbad, for sending in uh, our first PO box. Box. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we that have was... a PO box now so nice of you that was so generous um the stuff that you sent us was amazing like the handmade figures that you did the 3d printed three like and painted hand painted guys amazing they're so fucking cool and like seriously you did you did not have to we really appreciate appreciate that i mean all i've seen of it so far is like a really blurry photo that tony sent me but uh i'm thrilled yeah, I hate how the the camera focused on my feet and not the, the <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, what was all that white so that stuff on your feet? <laughs> I don't ask. I um, it was Norwalk. Uh, it was Norwalk. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I I, I saw I saw the Norwalk. the 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 pile of cool things. That's very cool of you. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And then dibs one on, of the things in there. Products. Yeah. No, that's yours. That's definitely yours. One hundred percent. And that's that's totally what. Vlad assumed as mm. well, um, but yeah, they're I want to say third ed. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, like obviously, I haven't flipped through this book yet. Um, yeah, but from the I old chaos models, I really like the that. old, um, the old plague marine models because they're just so like farty yeah. and bumpy and weird, and I love that about them. Like they're like they're so silly. Yeah, definitely. No, I hey that that kind of answers that <laughs> question as well, I guess. Hell yeah. Would would yours be the 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 farty farty poopy marines? Oh yeah, Nurgle boys. Fuck yeah. Um, for me, there's like three of them that I really dig. Uh, there was like the old, I want to say like hive guard guys. They're like bipedal, and they have um like a weird crab shield on one arm they look really fucking weird but i always kind of dug the look of them um the other one that i i know that it's they can't really do too much of but the uh that mid-range uh hive tyrant mm-hmm. i really like the way that one looks like the the current one's pretty cool but like this guy looks like he is part of like a warrior genus right he just looks like a tyranid warrior like the better ones not the beaver ones um but just a lot beefier and and will fuck your shit up here and i really really dig that um but what i would love to see and maybe we'll get this at some point um that carnifex Mm. uh because the way i described him during the hobby hangout is he looks like like the shark guy from Lilo and Stitch, <laughs> but if if that was a, a Tyranid, right. and I just kind of love like it's such a weird third ed Tyranids were really weird. Yeah, they're, they're very silly. Uh, not as silly as as first slash like Rogue Trader slash second ed Tyranids because those were like the old old ones, but this is the first uh, line refresh that they did. Right, and they kept the warriors the and the gaunts like consistent like throughout up until 10th ed um but they changed the hive tyrants the carnifexes and a lot of the hq units out and yeah those three that i mentioned like there's just something really charming about them where they're like okay we're not gonna be goofy anymore we're gonna try to kind of go a bit more like serious and grimdark um but not so far into how they went with um anything current so this is something really aesthetic, especially about that old high firing. Mm-hmm. I just really like that one. That and the Carnifex. Hell I would yeah. love to see those again. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, thank you so much for sending all that in. We really, really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And how? Uncle Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Jason. Is there a colorway or paint job you never want to do for a figure slash toy, but would buy it if you saw it in the wild? No, I want to do every paint job ever. Every paint job. Um, hmm. I love the way that... I don't know. I don't really make toys. <laughs> I paint 
Like, <laughs> like not in the same way like that you do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess one of the things that I really like was like for Tyranids and stuff like that. Like people that do like the really elaborate like grasshopper designs where everything's very like clearly sectioned out and like like very vibrantly painted and everything it looks organic it looks amazing every time i try to do that i always fuck it up Mm. and it just never looks the way that i want it to yeah uh so i think that might be my thing like if i ever commissioned anyone to paint stuff for me i would be like Make make it this really cool looking grasshopper, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like um the stuff that I'm drawn to in the wild um is the kind of stuff that I find inspiring. So like if I were stoked to see paint apps on something and purchase it, it's probably something in my subconscious that I'm like, learn from that and use it in the future, yeah. Logan. So That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I'm always I've got a Got a nice folder of inspo for like colorways and patterns and things like that as well. Mm-hmm. So kind of in the same boat, but I I also know where my limits are for certain things and how to avoid frustration. It doesn't mean I won't push myself and you know try to do things a bit out of my comfort zone when it comes to artistic stuff. But like I try to I I, I do the like the the mid ground where I'm like. I'm gonna I'm gonna try new techniques, but I'm also gonna like mostly hang out in my will wheelhouse because mm-hmm. it's cozy in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Uncle Jason continues with another paint related question: What paint line do you use when painting Reggie? And are there any paint lines out there that you're interested in trying for future releases? Uh, so Canada is in this awkward place where vinyl paint is illegal. Um, yep. We don't have it here. It's not a thing that's in production here. Uh, so the method that I use is I have vinyl paint thinner, which is something that, I mean, not that it's illegal. You can transport it, obviously. Um, it's just not produced here and it's a volatile substance. So shipping it is a pain in the ass. Um, but -hmm. I have a bunch of vinyl paint thinner. And what happens if you mix the paint from an enamel paint into a vinyl paint thinner, it chemically essentially becomes vinyl paint. Um, Ooh, and vinyl paint is handy. special in that when you apply it to a vinyl toy, it chemically bonds to the surface of the toy. So true vinyl paint, um, in theory, you don't even need to clear coat it because um, it just bonds to the toy, um, although most do. Uh, so I use um, Mr. Products. So Mr. Color is an enamel, a lacquer enamel yep. paint, I believe. Um, and you mix it with the vinyl thinner and it becomes vinyl paint and you can apply said paint. There are two American companies that I know of. There might be more that produce Sofubi paint. There's Mad Ape Ninja Paint by Gunzo, I think. And there is Wonder Goblin produces Wonder Paint, which is a vinyl paint. So there's two Sofubi maker paint companies out of America. Um, again, with shipping those, that's a whole fucking fiasco trying to get those paints here so i don't have any of that stuff and then in japan there is v color or vinyl color or i think there's a couple other brands but v color is the main one um it might go under different labels and different branding that stuff i regret not buying it in japan and smuggling it home because customs didn't look in my (laughs) bag but I'm kind of nervous about... It would have been the one time, you know it. Right, I'm like nervous about bringing it in, not that it's illegal to have, it's totally fine to have, but like because it's flammable, if they open my bag and Mm. see it, I don't think they would like charge me duty on it or anything weird like that. They would just throw it away because it's a volatile substance, so it's, yeah, or yeah, flammable substance. So I never smuggled any home, although I wish I was brave enough to do it, and I need to figure out how to like just legitimately mail it to myself from japan i think because if it goes on a boat i think you can ship it that way but then it's like i think so then i'm but it takes like yeah months. buying <laughs> myself paint and getting it six months later so that's a whole thing i guess in a perfect world i just live in japan and i can paint my toys there so that'd be nice yeah. uh that would be nice yeah 
making the weekend visits a little bit more expensive. But yeah, you know, fuck it, we can make it work. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, Black Jellybean Man with major toy companies quickly releasing... Sneaking in under the wire, by the way, with that one. We saw you typing yeah, this Yeah, we out. saw you typing that just now. Uh, Black <laughs> Jellybean Man with major toy companies quickly releasing the next wave or revealing the next couple waves of a toy line early. Do you think it hurts the hype or excitement for the line? Do you think it has an effect or a hurt smaller independent toy makers? Like, just, for example, let's say Mattel showing, like, the next couple waves of Motu Origins. Um, I think I think big companies uh, sort of telegraphing their future is probably good to an extent. Like, showing the next couple waves, I think, is chill. One thing that I think yeah. was fucking a weird misstep from for for with the same concept is magic the gathering showed what they're doing for the next like six years oh that's weird yeah like they've shown every there's no secrets and i'm like oh great the next like four sets look like shit and i don't care about the setting (laughs) i guess i have to wait four years for uh the fucking spooky scary skeletons one to drop um right oh that's yeah that that kind of sucks when you're just like oh i have to wade through bullshit before i get to like the stuff i get care the about. thing i want yeah yeah it's almost worse knowing what's coming than like just being like oh this is a pleasant surprise because if you didn't know about it and like in four years you see the like oh spooky scary skeletons you're like oh, this is so cool i'm hype i'm into it mm-hmm. instead of just like oh this yeah, shit i think i think there's something to be said for telegraphing what's coming with a decent lead time, but that far ahead, I think was a misstep. And I guess your other question, does that stuff hurt smaller independent toy makers? I don't know if other people's release schedules or announcements really affect indies all that much. Like either you collect from an indie maker or you don't, um, Mm -hmm. someone else's promotional stuff. I don't think really impacts it at all. Yeah. Uh, if we're going to, if we go with like toy pizza, let's just say, right. Like I feel like, if Transformers or you know, Mattel, they're like, here's our He-Man stuff, here's our this, I don't think it's going to really affect whether people that are Toy Pizza fans or, like, um, Warlords of War fans, it's not really going to affect their, like, oh, I'm still going to get, like, right. my Toy Pizza stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Um, I feel like with the major toy companies, like, the bigger ones, those are almost kind of, like like candy like it's gonna be out it's gonna be around kind of forever for like a bit of a window and you can just kind of grab it whenever it's not gonna like break the bank for the most part if you see it out there um so i think i think that's what is an appropriate response for that um but no i kind of read this as like um releasing the next wave shortly after revealing what they are um i see I'm going to take that, and I'm going to use that as my answer. Uh, I think it's almost better that they're doing it that way, because uh, for the longest time now, especially with, like, Hasbro-related stuff and Transformers, there were so many leaks, and, like, all these these dudes were getting essentially stolen Mm, stuff off the factory floor, and, like, they're like, hey, I'm going to review this toy that's not coming out for another year. Um, and it's like, there's no, no one would even know that it was like a thing that was in the works. And then like some guys like, here's a full transformation video. Here's all this other stuff. So I think like, this is like that company trying to like avoid that a bit more and try and be like, okay, well, we're not going to like have these guys steal our hype. We're going to hype our own shit. And then it's like, oh, here we've, we've revealed these guys and in three months you can get them. Like, that's kind of nice. It's, like, not too long of a window uh, that you, like, kind of have the Logan thing where you're like, oh, man, I just don't give a shit about this. Um, But it's not too short that you're like, oh, fuck, this is coming out, like, tomorrow? Oh, God, I have to, like... Like, you almost kind of, like, miss it Mm. if it's too short of a window. Like, you have to find that sweet spot, I think. Yeah, and I guess and I also feel like I might be rambling. Here maybe now too, that's okay. And not that's what, the, what I'm fucking talking about. That's what they're here for. <laughs> I um 
like thinking about how I release Reggie's, because um, mm-hmm. I typically don't show uh, my paint or what I'm doing with the next Reggie until like it's time for it. So like I don't really have a hype yeah. cycle of showing it and then waiting a while and then releasing. Um, I mm-hmm. typically show some teaser picks or some work in progress picks a couple days before the lottery goes live, and then it's go go go. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, cause yeah, my my method is sort of splash like bam. Here's the thing. Enter the lotto. You've got a week or whatever mm-hmm. it is to enter. It's done. Boom. You get it. Um, and that works for me. I don't know if that use case uh, for doing releases works for everybody, but it seems to be the best way for me. Because um, I think I think I did an experiment with one of the Reggies too, where I like posted photos about it um, of it like the week before and did like more constant story posting yeah. kind of thing. And I think yeah, I remember that. I think the it didn't. There was no measurable gain. <laughs> like it wasn't. A better way of doing it and i think i kind of like the surprise element and the surprise element of reggie is like kind of baked in like even with the very first release nobody knew besides like friends who had seen like test shots of reggie like nobody knew that Mm -hmm. that monster or the devil mask was coming like that was a secret and that was a surprise and uh when i released the bat face nobody knew what the second mask was going to be. That was also a secret and a surprise. And so, mm-hmm. like, there's very much of that sort of trick-or-treat, what's-in-your-bag element to Reggie. Yes, that's that's part of of the marketing mm-hmm. as well, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And on that note, uh, I think we're just about done here. Was there anything yeah, I think that you wanted to say to the people? This going to be a longer episode. Yeah. You guys are going to be getting, getting a few extra minutes of treats from us. Lucky. So. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes as well as Spotify. If you want to hang out with us for asking us questions. I'm really rusty at this. Mm-hmm, Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, asking us questions. Hanging out on Hobby Hangouts. Uh, we have a Discord. Links to that are easily available on weloveregie.com. Hang out with us there. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, this week we're doing Hobby Hangout on Thursday at about 5.30 uh, Pacific Time, Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so pop that in Google to find out what time that is for you. Uh, I'd love to see you there. We're going to hang out. Don't know what we're going to do. Uh, maybe I'll do some 30-minute missions customs. Maybe we'll... Just kind of... Maybe I'll show off all the ducks. Maybe. Who knows? Hell yeah. Who knows? It's just... We're just going to be hanging out, doing hobby shit. It's be fun. Excellent. Yeah. There's a burp in me somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just turned into we'll, fucking we'll salty pee for a fun. sec. Um, <laughs> a briny mug of jism or whatever we said. Oh, God. Salty Pete returns. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, see, I'm bad at doing outros now, too. It's fine. Um, we'll get back in the swing of it. We'll be fine. <laughs> all right, and remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notorious. All right, one more time. <laughs> I got this. I'm not editing any of that out. And remember, folks. Fuck. And remember, folks. <laughs> I, it's choking. I'm getting all choked up because you're having such a giggly I'm, fun I'm, time. I'm you gotta s- go deadpan for me, dude. I'm serious. Okay, I'm serious, Tony. I'm so serious right now. And remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Nice. <laughs> it was really hard to keep a straight face. Oh, you did it, though. That. I'm proud was, of you, man. I had to, like, shut off. Like, I just... Yeah. Where was I? Where did I go? Where am <laughs> I now? Time traveled for a second. Who knows? You went that to school wild. photo day in uh, nineteen ninety six. I entered a, a fugue state. <laughs> I might still not even be here. All right, turn your shoulders, anymore. chin up. Perfect. <laughs>